already screaming. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's there's there's fewer people on screen tonight, and that's okay because we have the soft clothes sommelier, Bobby. You had to make room for the uh, the extra extra large guy to come in. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, oh wait, a podcast with two thick boys. We got to make room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're putting the C C C C C C later in that thick statement there. It's <laughs> all the it's carbon huge. copies you can you can handle. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. Best. It's the best. How you doing, Bobby? I'm so good, man. Thank you for having me back on to chat and catch up. It's been way too damn long. Yeah, I was thinking about and this before we got went live. Has it been a year? Probably. Yes. Probably close to a year. You know how you tell your friends we'll hang out <laughs> and then you I don't know, because life. That's what, uh, that's hey, what I can't even I can't even blame COVID for that one. No, because <laughs> it's, no. it's, still, it's still COVID. <laughs> I mean, doing I, mean it, I so. want to. I want to. But like, I can't. I can't do it. Damn. No, I mean, if I, you uh, did, no one would be like, shame on you. It would probably pass muster. But, you know, I've been lurking, man, just in the shadows, <laughs> casting <laughs> shadows and living in the shadows. I mean, you got a big I love cast. It. it must be easy. To I live. got a big one, man, a big one. It's been. <laughs> It's been good. Like I, I've slowed down quite a bit in about every sense of the way, and sure. I got I got casual hour going full time again. Which is before all of us started hanging out. I did that shit for years, yeah. and we took a small little hiatus. And uh, th- those guys got back together, and we've been pumping out shit there. Sarah and I are in the midst of like really big home projects, like bigger than we've ever thought imaginable, sure. and that's super crazy and scary and then of course trying to navigate work from home for both of us and be safe and responsible um Hear but that on top of all that shit, it's about yeah, responsibility carry on <laughs> yeah i mean it's not hard no, <laughs> right it's really it's not, fucking not <laughs> it's not hard at all i mean it's i i've been practicing my whole life by avoiding people staying inside <laughs> and playing video games oh yeah and so i kind of feel like the fucking olympics have been happening for the last six months and i'm just going for gold yeah like yeah. just You're going Michael for Phelps gold shit. just bringing them all dude i haven't wore any pants with fucking buttons for months <laughs> i'm not even like i'm pulling that kevin McAllister and tell him to leave the pizza on the front porch yeah. and then just playing video games it's yeah, been great dude. I uh, I put on a pair of jeans last week because I was gonna make myself feel like I was doing something, and like ten minutes out of the house, I was like, "This was the biggest fucking mistake. Like, why? Why did I do this?" Um, yeah, I, I'm so I'm so out of practice. I didn't even bring a belt, so like, not only sure. was it a bad experience, but what I was trying to keep track of my pants the whole fucking grocery trip. It was great. It was yeah, great. Man. We like it's interesting, like the progression that we've taken of like going outside of our house, but. On top of that, it's interesting also that we've done nothing but like junk, like not junk food, but like junk TV. And it's just been like oh, those God. comfort foods. Sure. Like we're almost done with friends again. We've rewatched The Office. We're legitimately just going through like known quantities right now to sure. just veg out. And it's weird too, like being in front of a screen all day long for work and then having your hobby line up with being in front of the screen also is a very weird, weird, weird thing. And so uh, you know, trying to... that I love doing this because yeah. like my day is streaming and my only real way to hang out with my friends is then playing games later. Um, yep. And so the way I've made my peace with it is basically streaming stuff. I can't play with friends. Apex Fair. was a thing for great. a minute and like Apex was a lot of fun, but like I took a two week break because I was like, like I play with these people later. And if we get stressed right. out playing a battle royale all day, 
and then I'm supposed to hop yeah. in and hang. Like, it's too much tension. So now I'm playing Hades, and that game's sexy God. as fuck. God, uh, that game, man. I don't know if you, I'm sure you are, um, but I don't know if any of the listeners are fans of the Waypoint crew, but I went the Patrick Klepek route with this game where I got a bunch of money on a Steam gift card and bought Pyre and Hades and a bunch of stuff, but those two in particular played a bunch of Pyre and then looked at Hades for about six months, maybe nine months. I might've bought it last year, honestly. Um, But Patrick looked at it and went, I'm going to like this game. I'm going to wait till it's 1.0. And I I was like, you know, that's a good idea because like, I'll let people who care about being involved in the adapting of mechanics do that. And then I'll get it when it's this tightly packaged bundle. So I kicked it on as soon as 1.0 hit and just, hmm. Man, it's, it's made a believer out of me too, because I've always appreciated roguelikes, roguelites a lot more than I enjoyed playing them. Sure. And like, when I think about the dudes that put out Pyre, the dudes that put out Transistor, Bastion, all that shit over there, Supergiant, like when I heard that they were doing a roguelike, I'm like, well, that doesn't line up with what they do at all. Like, these are dudes that tell great stories. These are guys that like make you feel immersed in a world and like roguelikes. Yeah. You can be in the world for sure, but it's kind of in and out, right? You're sure. not really in there long enough, especially if you're bad at, like I am. You're not in the world long enough to really appreciate it. But holy shit, dude, like I am all in on this. And I was talking because I did the early access. Um, I'm pretty new to having a PC. I built one back in February. And it was one of those situations where I was like, I just want to run through all the shit that I couldn't do if I was on console. Sure. And Hades was one of those. And man, I fell in love hard with that game. And it's yeah. been awesome watching it come out. And then when they announced the Switch... I was like, holy shit, wait, this is coming out this year? Because that's going to change a lot of my game of the year talk for yeah. sure. Yeah. And sure. holy shit, man, that game, that game fucking slammed so it hard. fucking whips, dude. And like, speaking of telling a world or telling a story and creating a world and it being difficult in roguelites, roguelikes, I'm not a fan of those games. I played Below yeah. and was like, this is great. And then died and realized I had to start over and was like, yep, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't yep. want to do this. Yep. Um, so I went into this like real tentative, but like having a huge appreciation for Supergiant. And like you said, it's very off the, no, it, sorry. The specific genre, the mechanics sound like they're going to be very off what they do. And then you start playing totally. and you're like, oh no, this is the summation of all of it, all of their parts. This is Bastion's yeah. combat and Transistor's storytelling and music and Pyre's like dialogue and like all of those things just slam jammed into one beautiful smooth wicked box and like i did not expect to have a roguelike that has persistence where like i die and then i come back and the people i talk to are like oh you got knocked off by uh by pericles that sucks didn't it and i was like man yeah (laughs) fuck you dude yeah it's great i love it i think it's their best work it's so good and that's a big ass statement but they're i don't know like they've they've made me kind of make an about face here and eat eat some of my own words when it comes to it and i think what what they've done is just shown what like you said it this is this is them taking all of what they've learned and putting together and being like all right we did it this is what we're gonna do yeah so i I am gonna pick it up on my switch also when cross save or cross yeah cross save goes live with it yeah because this is something i'd like to be able to take with me for sure but oh yeah a roguelike's perfect for that Sit down and yeah, throw man. 15 minutes into a thing and all right, we'll go back. But like, I just want to say, like, fucking, they did it. Great job. Proud of them. Happy for them. Like, <laughs> I, I want Corb, nothing but the best for those guys. 
how does Darren Korb keep making incredible soundtracks? You know what I mean? Like Hans dude, Zimmer, that Hans Zimmer win has style. duds. Hans Zimmer yeah. has duds. <laughs> this dude <Yeah>. doesn't. <laughs> They're all no. fucking wicked. They're all so good. We we always do a, a traditional like game of the year episode over in the casual hour, but leading up to it, we have more of like our category show. One of my favorite ones is best style because it's so hard. Like, I mean, you know it if you see it, right? You can't really explain it, but you know it has style if you see the style. Sure. And this game has that in fucking buckets, man. From the yep. soundtrack that you're mentioning to like how good, like I'll never think of Greek gods any other way except no. for the way Hades has them. <laughs> they all look like this now. I could basically talk about this for the next two hours if you wanted to, because I like it that much. <laughs> That's fine. We can we can mix it in. If you guys haven't noticed, this is a video game podcast. It's Bounty Board. <laughs> it is September 23rd, um, because time is a blur. Every day is Blur's Day. And October's almost God. here, which fucking sucks, because the That's fall spooky. of games is upon us. Um, spooky for many different reasons. Um, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, and I've always been here. Love, Wub, Caleb. Uh, and with me, uh, returning... As we mentioned, as soon as we started the show, is the soft clothes Somalia, Bobby. Hey, hey. Um, we're going to talk about some cool shit. There's some really cool shit. Like, man, I was worried when E3 was like, no, nah. <laughs> that like this year was going to be weird. And like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it hasn't been weird, but I think that Jeff Keighley, um, the, the journalistic powerhouse that that man is, put together a series of very good events. And as those events got kicked off, we got to see the rest of the game industry go, Oh shit. Oh shit. We can just do this too. And like, I'm a bigger fan of these tailored short and sweet. Here's 60 minutes of like what we want to show you right now. Um, Cause it feels like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like we, the, the community have kind of become shareholders in a sense that like they're pitching us their quarterlies in a way that I don't yeah. think we've really seen before. And I'm, I'm down. I'm super down. Well, dude, whenever we all hung out for E3, you know, oh, a couple of years ago, yes. year two, whatever it was. It was last year. It was, it was, God, I can't have no, con- I have no concept of time no. whatsoever. No. Um, Thank God another Prince we, of we were, coming out because I needed to forget what time was more. Totally. <laughs> it's just been cringy as hell. Like the, these yeah. things are cringy, right? Like yeah. usually like E3, like you hear all the stories about the PAX floor, all that stuff, and you're able to cut through a lot of that bullshit and get to what you want. And I think especially nowadays where like we're we're conditioned to skip intros, we're conditioned to skip commercials. Like we don't want all of that. We want to have we want to have what we want when we get it, kind of on our terms. Sure. And like especially when it comes to new consoles, like don't muddy the water. And I think that that's already kind of happened this year on like, when are they going to talk? Like, why are they playing it so coy? What's going on here? And I I'm thrilled that these events have really evolved in a very short period of time. Like the amount of like PR gymnastics that have had to happen for these companies to make this work is like not lost on me. And I don't want to shit on anybody that's had to navigate how to do this because I think they've all done a damn good job there. Um, it's been good. I, I agree. Like, I think this is the, I don't know. Do we go back to what it was like? This has worked out really well, or is there a way that this holds hands with bigger events or, or what? Like E3 had a really great exit strategy this year, one way or the other. Cause I think that personally speaking, I don't think E3 would have happened one way or the other. And I think that they took yeah. a really nice exit with this Yep. And it gave the people a lot more freedom to tell their stories the way they wanted to. 
Yeah, PlayStation deuced out in like September or October of last year. And then I am eight bit, the people running it were gone by May. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. And like, yeah, I think Keely he, left it. Yeah. He, Keely left with I am eight bit. He was like, Yeah, we're gonna go yeah. do a different thing. Um, yeah, no, I think E three was was circling the proverbial yeah. event space drain. And I think that this was kind of the the nail in the coffin. I do think we'll get E three back, but it will be different. And yeah, I, it for might sure. it might be press only again. It may not be open to the public, which like I'm also fine with because like as much as this year was great, we did miss out on like those events where uh people the the people we like go to for information go to a place and we see the big flashy picture show that they give us. Right. And then they get to come back six days later and go, Okay, so over the last week we've spent ten hours playing seven different things. Here's what it feels like. Um yeah, you know, people got totally. to sit down in a in a in a cyberpunk demo last year. Didn't get to play it, but got to sit down in it. And you would have right. assumed this year they would have gotten hands on. And I I was looking forward to finding out what that felt like before I bought it. Yeah, man. At the same time, we are those people, right? Informing people yeah. who like listening to us what it is. So I'm gonna play it anyway. Um, but we we did also get a chance to play like at least me personally because I don't get to go and do these. And I know that in your your career you've gotten to go and experience stuff a bit more hands on which is fucking rad. But I know that like on steam, they had a lot of demos during these events that you could download for a time. And I thought like, man, this is so cool that like, I've never been able to leave, you know, Illinois or Missouri where I grew up to go and experience this stuff. But I can be at home and check out some of these demos that I hear people I really look up to talking about. And I felt more included in some ways this year than I have in years past. Cause I felt like I had more informed information on what was going on with some of that stuff. Sure. And I wish listed more games this year because of that and having that experience, which I thought was really fucking cool. So regardless of where people go or what opens up, I think that those types of things are, are, are very cool to bring your digital audience a bit more interactive from home sure. to, to really get that going. I mean, I feel, I feel for those developers the most, because those are the ones that, that are going to be shouldering the weight of these events yeah. being closed more than others. For yeah, sure. For sure. But it's also a really cool time to see people like community managers like get get to be on front center stage. You talked a moment about like how awkward these big stage shows are because like yeah. as as deep these companies are with talented employees, they can't find somebody that's like passionate and has public speaking skills to often stand on stage and talk about them. And or like, be a stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. And like watching I mean, every time Ubisoft was on stage, it was like where, where if there was a drinking game for how many times they said developed uh, or innovation yeah. with like their French act, like that was a thing. we know it's a thing we did. And instead, the yeah. Ubisoft shows this year specifically, we got to see guys like Yusuf Magid, like who like own the camera space and talk really well, kind of introduce yep. the shows and own that portion of like, yo, you're the community. I'm a community manager. I'm going to bridge this gap real quick and introduce this. It's really cool to like. These companies have these people. Let them work. Let them do their thing. And it's great seeing it like actually happen. Yeah, 100%, man. Like, I think that it's been at sometimes really well executed, a little bit rough, but it's been more raw than it ever has been and more free flowing. Like, there's like you didn't know what some of these companies were going to do almost a week out. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, we're going to talk about Xbox a lot tonight, but I, I got to point at them and be like, yo, these dudes unfortunately had some stuff leak out and they had to make some tough decisions a lot quicker to get big news put out for what they did. But 
in this day and age, they faced and headed into the storm. And I think it's going to be something that we talk about for years to come. Like, hey, you remember how the Xbox One S leaked? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, the Series S leaks? Yeah. We talked about that like a couple weeks that. ago. Like, the fact that it leaked at, like, 1 in the morning. And by 2 yeah. in the morning, Xbox was, like, confirming it. Mm-hmm. And that they responded with, like, like, their first tweet was a tweet a reply to the leak. It was just the eyeballs looking. Yeah. yeah. It's like, they're so like finger on the pulse. This is what the community looks like, talks like, acts like, sees. Let's be a part yeah. of that. And yeah, we talked about their agility and like just being like, yep, it's out. Let's own it. And then announcing it at yeah, like 2.30 in the morning, 3 in the morning, which is, ugh, it's so good. It's so good. Just seeing I, that like willingness to be like, this is the culture. Let's do it. It's never been better time, man. Like, I think there's been a lot of like video games. And this is like a very deep conversation that we're not going to get into tonight, but like video <laughs> games have, has always been a form of escapism, right? Always. And you immerse yourself into these worlds. And for me, especially like knowing that I am a bit more confound, confined to my space currently, like the, the, the wonderlust that I'm putting myself into, like I'm playing games that I normally wouldn't play to to get a different perspective than I normally would have. And I found myself myself playing a lot more games that like I had to make sure I was in a good headspace for, just sure. given like all the shit that's going on and then the news. I say it it's been difficult the last few days if you wanted to get some of this new shit. And we can talk about that too, I'm sure. Yeah. But I think it's never been better to be a fan of video games and the people making them. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Speaking of events, being online and adjusting to things, we'll move into our first news thing. News will be short because the fourth and final item is going to be what we're going to talk about. Uh, but first, Blizzard has announced that BlizzCon Line is that I hate. <laughs> I love everything good. about this year ex- for games, except for uh, just studios and publishers being unable to name things that make in, in ways that make any sense. Xbox is a criminal in this specific regard. But anyway, Blizzard announced BlizzConline, which is an online-only BlizzCon for 2021. Um, Fandom. DC's Fandom. Blizzard Fandom. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, God damn it, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I hate uh, it. I hate this. It's so, it's like... I get it, and I'm glad you're doing it, but just name it anything else. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like the, a I room mean, of people decided on a pun. They just more went, than ah, once. fuck it. I mean, <laughs> hey, what else are they going to do? Fuck it. They're yeah. going to have to show up. It's yeah. not like they can't come here. Yeah. It's They'll not come. like they're going to not watch it because we named it something dumb, so go ahead. It's like the one guy that showed up for the Zoom call earlier. They're like, what do you think we should do today? I don't know. BlizzCon line, maybe I uh, who cares? Oh, that's great. Yes, yes. <laughs> one guy in the back yes. was like, God damn it, Terry, you're a genius. <laughs> yeah, he just like shuts off his camera, goes and pours whiskey over his Cheerios and just says, That's it. I'm done. <laughs> pours whiskey over his Cheerios. <laughs> I'm done today. A spoonful of Cheerios and a cigar, <laughs> just like the day's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking done. He went to 13 years of college and gets out shown by this guy that says BlizzCon line. Fuck it, I'm done. Uh, I've dedicated my career here. to marketing, and you just shit that out. Yeah. He's now his boss. 
I work for, I work for you now, sir. My mistake. I'll be at the coffee. Let me know if you need anything. Do you need a drink? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. order you some Starbucks Postmates. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just change this fucking Zoom background up the shit pile from Jurassic Park. That's all it is. It's a, it's either that or it's a graveyard. It's one of two things. Yeah, and the one of closest two things. headstone says my dreams. Um, <laughs> to read the, the post from Polygon, BlizzCon line will feature an online cosplay exhibition for fans. That's just Instagram, guys. That's, Players... No, that's just only fans, but without the rules. <laughs> that's all only, it is. That's just, that's just, it's just only fans with extra steps. It's just PG-13 only fans, guys. Um, that's like the Sadie Hawkins dance that you would see at like a Marriott <laughs> for a BlizzCon line. If, if video game cosplay can have a cotillion online, it's this. Um, oh man! Players can dress themselves as any Blizzard character. Are you going to tell nope, us what? Don't don't, don't what like cosplay that. Cosplay is because because of the don't digital like format. That at all. Blizzard will open the cosplay competition to pets for the first time. That's cool. Willing dozens of willing dozens. Okay, this is written poorly. Willing dozens of pugs dressed as Illidan Stormrage into existence. I don't need Mm-mm. any of this. Um, they'll Mm-mm. also host a digital storytelling contest, so fan fiction, um, art contest, and general talent show for fans during BlizzCon Line. It seems like BlizzCon Line is their excuse for making BlizzCon press only. BlizzCon yeah. Line looks like, hey, this is where all the fans are going to hang out and do shit while the rest of the the like big shows going on, and we have a bunch of pressers. Um, and like yeah. that's that's cool. Again, I've said this a moment ago. Like E three should do this. Yeah, make make this more inclusive, make this more of an event where it doesn't feel like I'm isolated watching something because I think I mean I've I've watched like videos from theaters when Cap catches the hammer and those final moments of endgame and just listening to people react together in large crowds and trying to, you know, get that dopamine flowing. And I think that you gotta do something to make people feel like they are part of a bigger experience than just sitting in front of like a a screen. And so if they can do that, like all joking aside, like I think that that's a really cool thing. Yeah. And there's been a lot of conversations, maybe not throughout the industry, but definitely amongst my group of friends. And I think we've even spoken of it, of like more colloquial gaming spaces becoming a thing, sports bars that aren't just football, baseball, basketball, soccer, but like have esports, have nights where people show up for, the Overwatch League fantasy draft, shit like that. Um, and I think yep. like next year and BlizzCon Line, all these things are opening the playing field for people that have event spaces that want to go, okay, we can't go to E3, but we can watch the big shows, you know, the Microsoft mm-hmm. event, the there won't be a Sony event because they don't care anymore, but uh, no. <laughs> the, no. the big shows and have a room full of people and we'll get those things like you're saying, those, those rooms full of people screaming when Steve pulls Mjolnir out of the air. Um, <laughs> totally hopefully i mean like i can't imagine that not happening and like just just to remember back to last year's e3 and the and my entire living room being just a deafening roar when keanu reeves showed up in the cyberpunk oh, presentation uh, yeah oh like i, mean, I wish i'd insane. been recording that event but how could you know it was coming right like those, nobody did yeah and like we had one of those of those those things those moments of like I'm going to remember, probably for a very long time, us screaming and cheering and being happy and like 
the reaction to Kiana being like, no, you're, uh, you're beautiful. You're breathtaking. Like breathtaking. Yes. Like that's going to be there. And like, it, I think that we'll see more and more of those things pop up as like, this becomes a more isolated in quotations. Man, I feel so bad for Spirit Fair having to follow that now. Shit, like <laughs> as much as I love that video game, knowing that they had to like they had to go up on stage after fucking Keanu Reeves, like it's a miracle that people are even playing that game. Knowing that they, I didn't they had remember to do that. Spirit Fair from E3. I will say that no, no one. Same. I I didn't. I, when Nobody I, when did. it came out, I was like, oh yeah, this looks dope, and watched some stuff. But like everyone's brain was in no. that like what Keanu Reeves was yeah. just here. <laughs> Yeah, and it was Cyberpunk, right? Yeah, it wasn't just Keanu. It was like the biggest game everyone's been looking forward to. Yeah, and so Hollywood's <laughs> Hollywood's like friend next door showing up on. on oh stage. my god, so good! Keanu Reeves is like the embodiment of wholesome energy, and I love it. Um, moving on, Destiny Two had a new trailer come out yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, Blair's two days ago. Um, that shows off Europa in a little more detail, which is an icy, oh, yeah. watery, non-Euclidean wasteland slash fantasy land of yeah. uh, aliens and explosions and magic. Uh, Destiny is like if fireworks were a game. I can't. I don't understand it. Like I get it. You're not. You're not a fan, right? I am a fan. I am a fan. Like this is me in awe. It sounds dismissive, but it's me in awe of how Destiny has somehow made. A thing that's so smooth and so pretty and also so fucking nonsensical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for so sure. fun to play. Like the mechanically they're a blast. Um, do I like the grind? No. If if you were referring to me being not a fan of anything, it would be that. Like I had three max characters when the two came out, and then Forsaken ended, and I went, I don't know if I have the patience or time to continue to devote twenty hours a week to this when there's other stuff Yeah. Happening. Um, no, I think that's fair. I've actually taken a little bit of a hiatus. I'm a huge fan of Destiny. I think I'm knocking on, I mean, talking from like Destiny till now, right? Like yeah. the, this generation, I've I've got to be getting close to a thousand hours in sure. that game. Sure. Uh, Destiny 1 and 2, that is. And um, I I've always do this before the big, big, big release, which has gotten pushed back. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking an even longer break. But I usually give myself, uh, you know, a month to 60 day break from destiny because as soon as the big new shit drops, I just like only focus on that for a bit. Yeah, That becomes uh, your, your existence for a little bit. But unfortunately it's now, because usually it's September. That's when it comes out. September traditionally kind of a dull month, sure. but now it's like sandwiched between Legion, uh, Assassin's Valhalla, Creed. Yeah. And then a week later, fucking cyberpunk, which has been, my most anticipated game for years now. Yeah. And so I don't know how I'm going to juggle that, but I will figure it out. I remember specifically thinking, Oh, thank God they delayed it. I'll have time to to get to it. And then realizing where they put it and being like, great, cool. Fuck you. I know. Where Um, do you play it at? By the way, I've been playing it on Xbox, but as, as cross save is a thing. Yeah. I, debating playing it on pc because my pc right now is stronger than an xbox one and or an xbox one x and a ps4 pro yeah it's not my my computer will not do ray tracing um okay so i was one of those people in line at six in the morning um two days ago to get my xbox series x pre-ordered and i did we got got, it 
You got it. You got yeah, it. Nice. We went, to, we went to my local GameStop. Me and Tech. We were there at six a.m. We were the first two people there. Hell yeah, um, man! That's so awesome. We, we each got we each secured ours, but um, that's because like I have a library of three hundred games, and yeah. a computer I don't plan on spending a bunch of money on making future proof yet. So I'll grab a system I, that uh, does it. So uh, this is weird for me, and I, I don't want to get before the discussion that I'm sure we'll be having later on, but. I am going to get a PlayStation 5. I've been primarily my Xbox One uh, X has been my my main squeeze for a few years now. But as I mentioned previously, I built this PC. And yep. uh, it's a bit of a, a beast as it currently is. But I've I'm, I've been like daily refreshing list trying to get a 3080 and just beating my ass handed to me online by the robots. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> But I did get my cousin. I secured him a one uh, a Series X. I may upgrade to an S down the line, but for the time being, my plan was get rid of my PlayStation 4 Pro, get the PS5, keep my uh, One X just to have a console for Xbox if there's something I would need there. But I think that what they've done with the Xbox on PC has been pretty damn good. Yeah. I also grabbed a uh, Fire tablet, and I've got that thing all set up now to do streaming yeah. with xcloud so i feel like i'm covered as far as xbox goes it's just weird not to be that person in line like you were this year sure yeah and i it yeah, felt weird, weird for me to be in line so like sure there was a moment where tech and i were like shit we're lined up for a thing mm-hmm. and like not only is that weird this year in the year of our lord 2020 but like yeah. I, we couldn't think of the last time we'd done it the last switch. time Nintendo we, switch okay I didn't get a Switch, and I don't get physical games, really. So, like, and movies anymore aren't things you line up for, especially if you go to theaters that let you reserve your seat. You show up when the movie starts because you can just walk in. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Switch was the last big piece of tech I lined up for, and then before that, and both people, uh, Johnny from the show, me and Johnny, we we went and got the Switch, and then we also went and got the PlayStation 4 because I... I had jumped from Team Xbox at the launch of this generation based off of how poorly it was handled Mm -hmm. and uh, went to PlayStation. And then I, when they redid the S console, when they came out with the One S and how that was, I grabbed one of those. And that was when I went back to to Microsoft, when Phil started to really write the the ship, in, in my opinion. And I haven't looked back. Like, I have PlayStation for a handful of exclusives. I only use my PlayStation for first party sony games that's it yep it's a, and, it's a sexy uh, exclusive box right now for me yep yep that's it like yep. uh and i i i don't want to shit on them too much because they've made some of my favorite games this generation but anything else i've done through xbox and that's if i if i was buying a console like if i didn't have the pc the, the series x i i love everything about that that box i'm so happy for you getting one i'm happy for my cousin getting one I wish more people were able to get one right now. It's been not great. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's been a whole fucking process. And yeah, at this point it's some, I saw someone tweet about it. They were like, so PlayStation had a bunch of issues and Xbox had a bunch of issues, but it wasn't the Xbox website or the PlayStation website alone. It was target, Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon, like all of those. Yeah. And so they were like, maybe just maybe. We need to hold our retailers responsible for building portals that can sustain high volume a little better than we should be upset with just the release itself as like a whole broad stroke. 
let me get your hot take on this, man, because you're somebody that's been doing this shit for a long time, too. I mean, you've worked retail for a while. I've worked retail for over a decade. Like, we've been a part of big shit. Like, we've been on both sides of this, okay? Yeah. Like, sure. you know that. I know that. I personally think in the last two weeks, right, between NVIDIA, Sony, and Microsoft, and all these other fuckers that were carrying these things. Sure. I've never seen anything that was handled worse in my entire life when it came to being a consumer, just trying to spend your money to buy something that you care about. Hmm. So, yeah, hot take moment. I've been... So being at a place in line to buy it, it went fine. Yeah. It went fine. When everybody else had to go online, when many people decided that they were just going to do it online because they could, because everything's online now, I, having had six years' experience looking at what happens when Comic-Con tickets go on sale, which there's only 250,000 tickets for that. And there were yeah. millions of pre-orders, right, um, yeah. for Xbox. Thinking of what that process looks like and knowing it's a, an entire shit show, I knew when, like, I had friends that were like, yeah, we're going to do the online thing. I was like, it's not going to go well. It's just not. Yeah. So, like, as much as I agree that, like, it may have appeared to be mishandled, I'm also on the side of understanding that, like, it's almost literally impossible to properly stress test servers for events like this. Like, I don't know if it's a lack of technology or if it's a lack of um, compatibility of technologies. I don't know what that is specifically, but like it's, we see it when games release, right? Like when gears of war came out in September servers, the first two nights were shit because they it's always on game pass for the first time. Uh, right. And the studio wasn't expecting 5 million people to be on in the first 10 minutes. And so they were like, sure. fuck, <laughs> we can't, we were figuring it out. And so like, yes, you should, they, we should have, they should have, sorry. Yes, they should have been uh, expecting a large number of people to be there. At the same time, I don't know if they had the ability to properly prepare. And that's why I brought up that tweet that was like, look at Walmart and Target and Best Buy and Amazon for these problems. Because like, it wasn't just one outlet everyone had that problem and dude, when yeah. walmart started slinging the ps5 fuck dude, like they were the, such they, a mess. they were the first ones right like yeah. nobody knew this was coming out i am so legitimately concerned for anybody who is sleeping well at night thinking that they've got a lockdown ps5 from walmart that night yeah i legitimately am like i think it's fucking crazy i don't know how they're going to come across these when sony hadn't even got their raffle out there yet for this shit like yeah, Walmart just it's, did it ahead of ahead of schedule. Like not, not they they fucking Leroy Jenkins that launch. Yes, they did in a very big way. And I and look, like I wish there was a way home. to penalize fucking Walmart, but there's not. Right? Like, yeah, you need I, them. They're essential at this point for for business. I'm sitting here like, oh, I've worked retail, <laughs> so I I have like a big brain understanding this shit. Like I'm just saying it's been frustrating, right? And I think that this has been super fucking hard for a lot of people who are just trying to log on like i will say scalpers and bots can go fuck themselves yes because that's that's been terrible and <laughs> for people who are just trying to like get get a fucking w here right like give me a w in 2020 with everything else on fire i mean i just want to play video games that look really pretty let me do that yeah yep yeah it's it's shitty because like we have no idea how much COVID has impacted like production so how many right. systems they were able to have 
for pre-order is up in the air and neither company is letting you know we have some details that like playstation didn't make as many all digitals I mean, and that's like the all digitals were the ones that sold out first because people are hmm, like sony come on man people are going digital like that should be the one you bank if on. you're if you're making every two out of ten a digital box that's a hundred dollars less maybe just fucking flip that around the other way yeah because i can i dude, i'll go back to the xbox 360 and there was two editions that launched there was the one that came with the 20 gig hard drive the and it had the media remote it was the the more expensive of the two it was a hundred yeah. bucks more when i went to my local walmart back in what oh five oh six whenever that was yeah and i picked that up they had 10 boxes that night at walmart and two of the boxes were more expensive. The other eight were the cheaper ones. Now, yeah. it's flipped a bit. More people wanted the more expensive one because it came with the headset, the remote, the hard drive. But just be aware that, especially given the time that we're in, people are going to want, like, no fucking Blu-ray player is worth $100 to anybody right now. Sure, It's just not. It's just not. And considering that the game itself is just a, a fucking license key, Physical, a physical key that you're putting into your box to download a game. That's all it's doing. Like, you still need internet for these games. It's not like you're saving and cutting any fucking corners by having a disk drive on it. So yeah. I think that the time is different. Like, people are like, well, what about people in rural areas? They're not fucking downloading these updates. They're not downloading 100 gig fucking COD updates and things of that nature. Digital is where it's at. It has been for a while. I think that it's it's a real fucking dick move. I'm yeah. sorry. It's a dick sure. move to not put more of the cheaper box out there. Like that's what people want. Yeah, and I think come on. I mean, we've had the we've had the conversation. I know of how in the last like three years, PlayStation has somehow seemed to forget what it means to like. I don't take your community into consideration. Like with them no longer doing PlayStation experiences and skipping E3 and being it feels real a lot like PS2 era Sony. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yes. It like I got goosebumps even because like it, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like PS2 crushed. So when the PS3 was mm -hmm. coming, they were like, "Don't worry, you're gonna want it," which is a dangerous. Get a, get place a second to be. job. Yeah, get a second job if you want this thing. Like the infamous line, and look, like I don't want to shit on them because like Microsoft is. They're the ones that have to prove again. They've done sure. this before. Can sure. can they do that again? And are they even trying to? Is the thing that like I keep asking myself <laughs> every day. I see some new news. Oh. Every day I see some. New oh shit! <laughs> Evening. We have a What's third up, person in the What's house. Up? What's up, Tech Supreme? What's up, everybody? Oh, How man, you doing? We're just hanging out, talking yeah. about video games and shit. Because you know that's what we do. Hell yeah! Sorry, I'm late. That's okay. It's okay. Fashionably. I'm just so happy to see you. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm good, man. I was I was bummed. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have to see tech tonight. And then here he is. Yeah. And, and Al is right. It was an 8 p.m. disco nap that went way longer than it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, napping is important. And time, as we've discussed, is impossible right now. So fuck it. It's fine. Who cares? We're just hanging yeah. out, talking the shit. Um, we were talking about PlayStation and their uh, inability to stock systems per what people are going to want and um, how they made less of the all digital system and that the yeah. all digital system is what everybody fucking wants. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how shitty that is. 
call me a snob, man, but like I, first of all, like I haven't been on the show for a while. So let me just say this much. I think that the PlayStation 5 is the ugliest console that has ever been produced. Homie. It's pretty bad. And it's a it's fucking bad. router. It's a fucking router. It Atari looks was, like Atari a humidifier. Yeah, the Atari, it was. The Atari had wood panels. It's hard to be worse than that. Yeah. But PlayStation 5 is trying. Yeah, they are yeah, trying. It's, <laughs> I, and I think that on top of it, like already being a bit, you know, sour to look at, putting that booty on it with a disk drive is just not a good look. It looks so bad with a disk drive. Yeah, the, like there's there's no way that when they mocked this up and pitched it, the disc drives the first one they showed. They're like ah fuck it, we better keep it on there for another year. This system and, just reeks. People in a room looking at it and being like, it's it's gorgeous. People will people will want it instead yeah, of like so, how do we make a thing that's efficient? <laughs> uh, I know. And the Xbox I'm still people gave it how a lot of shit. Cool. Yeah, one hundred percent. Unless those big ah. Uh, walls because that's how big they are um are heat sinks like the play the xbox people give it a lot of shit for looking like a mini fridge but like if anybody understands pc cooling making it square with a circular vent like it's gonna it's it that thing it looks powerful cool yeah it's gonna be great it looks powerful yeah i love the look of it the place the playstation 5 looks like a watered down version of thorn from destiny it just (laughs) looks like no it does it does (laughs) It does. They're like, what it's got we... the same barrel as Thorn, man. <laughs> have you seen shit. the uh, size comparison mockups they have? They're, it's almost as big as 30 inch TVs, like standing up. Damn. Yeah. It's, really? bigger than yeah. the, it's bigger than the original Xbox One standing up. It's like two and a half inches taller than the original Xbox One. Yeah. And, and it's wider. So I built this desk for my PC setup. <laughs> and when I was, I was trying my hardest to figure out because I got two shelves for an Xbox and a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I was trying my. Oh, it is like it's probably going to be I've got I've got a NZXT case for my PC and like I'm already looking at this like you're going to look tiny here in a few weeks, mm-hmm. months, whenever I end up getting one of these things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, look, I, 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 I'm I going to get a PlayStation 5. Like I'm getting one of those. Like I'll talk shit all day long because they're going to get my money and I can. But uh, if if they can start to bring their stuff over to PC sooner, I might scale that back a sure. bit. Sure. But yo, I'm not getting yeah, a PS5 until God of War comes out. Horizon, and I might not get it before. Horizon's a big one for me. Horizon's coming to PS4. Yeah, but I want to see that on a nice looking system for sure. Yeah, sure. I have, I have, a, I have a beefy PlayStation, so like, I get that the PS4 is not going to be as powerful, but also like, eh, got a like Horizon Zero Dawn's very good. Don't get me wrong. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, I assume, will also be very good and very pretty. But when you we talked about this maybe last week. Yeah, last week, where when you have a, an event and you show off Miles Morales and then Final Fantasy and Deathloop and Horizon Forbidden West as four of like the biggest of the maybe six to ten games they showed. Right. Um, and I can get all of those on the current system or PC. Like Final Fantasy yeah, 16 man. is going to be on PC. Deathloop is going to be on PC. All right, cool. Don't need a PS4. Deathloop's going to be on Game Pass, homie. Deathloop's going to be on Game Pass now. Yeah. I don't need either. I don't need a PS5 for either of those. And then Miles Morales is going to be on PS4. And like, yes, it's going to look better on PS5. But I also know that like Marvel Spider-Man looked really, really good to me on my my PS4 Slim. And like, I didn't have a problem with it. And I'm playing on a monitor that I don't need 4K on anyway. So like... 
Yeah, would, and like if they port God of War to PC, then there's a chance that God of War goes PC as well. Sure. Then Which like, I think that makes sense, right? Yes, absolutely. Like, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and Sony said like in an earnings call a couple months ago, like we are going to be making an effort to make more of our titles our exclusive titles available on PC to pad our earnings, which like that means like horizons already there. Death strandings already there. We know that final right. fantasy and death loop are going to be there. Like, but dude, like why on earth would they would not do that? Like, and I don't understand for the life of me, why people get out of shape about Sony games going to PC when like Microsoft overnight put all their games on people's androids. Yeah. Like why, why wouldn't you want your games like as somebody, if you're that invested in a brand, like if you care that much to go online on find a thread and bitch and moan about why they're taking away your exclusive games, like if you really cared about PlayStation the way that you claim, you'd be celebrating this. But what you care about is being exclusive in, in your own right. eyes. Right. And like I think that's fandom at its shittiest level. It's gatekeeping. It's fucking stupid. I yeah. hate that shit so I, much. I saw. I remember seeing a video when uh, <laughs> Horizon got announced that it was coming to PC. I seen oh. a video that was a kid like screaming and like throwing his PS4 out in the trash, and it was like, "Yeah, homie, you don't." That sounds like PlayStation fans. It does. Though. Why? Why would they do that shit? Like every argument I've gotten to from on a console war level was with a PlayStation fan. Yeah. So this yeah, yeah, lines with that completely. Yep. It just makes no sense to me that people would be that been out of shape to where they would not want. Like I, I I'm looking at Aloy right now. She's right there on my wall. I want everybody to know her. I yeah. love her. I think she's fantastic. The more like, these places are that people can play that. Right. Everybody wins, man. Like, yeah. we got to get off these hills. Like, you can like what you like and you can dislike what you don't. But, like, when you try to limit other people because of, like, what they bought into, they didn't know that Horizon was going to be a thing. They had no fucking clue. Yeah. They were probably looking for Crash Bandicoot and Nathan Drake back in the day. Like that's for what sure. they were hoping for. For sure. God of War, Kratos. They, and then those are the same people that got all bent out of shape when he was serious and no longer just this maniac swinging blades around when he actually like had a fucking story. People got upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those things that like it it sounds like we're surprised. And I don't want to speak for anybody else, but like it also sounds a lot like what PlayStation's MO's been. They've been fighting against. You can't sit at our table. Yes. Like, if you want to play games, like, you, you sh people should want to play Fortnite on PlayStation as an argument. You can't against, play with people. As an argument against cross platform. Like, yo, get the fuck out of here. I, how that wasn't enough for people. Like, if you care about what you're doing, right? If you care about, especially like on a battle royale, like, if you care about competition, like, open it fucking up. Yeah. Like, you can, be the, you can be the biggest fish in a small pond all day long. But, like, are you concerned that people might be better than you on other platforms? Is that what it comes down to? Like, why is that a big deal to you? Yeah. And like, I remember I, reading from, that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I, I just think, like, Phil said it best when he said, I don't, we don't care where you play or who you play with. We just want you to play. And yeah. I think that that's a huge, huge statement for, like, where it's at. Yes, getting into pissing matches with people over console wars is a good-ass time. It's as old as the internet is. <laughs> but I think that at the end of the day, like, this is something that everybody should be able to do. Like yeah. video games are that powerful. They're the best form of narrative, best storytelling. Yep. I, I, I would not be sitting here talking to you two if it wasn't for video games. So for that, I'm super fucking happy. Right. We're, we're not, we're not cool enough to talk to. 
No, I'm just saying like I, I wouldn't know you, you guys without games. I, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I was being I was taking the piss out of you. Um <laughs> no, I remember reading months ago a thing that was like Phil Spencer went to Sony and was like, What uh let's talk about getting Master Chief collection on PlayStation. And Sony was like, nah. And like that just feels like the Sony fanboy mood. It's all like, about business too, though. Like, because the reason why Sony didn't want to play with anyone because they were the leaders for so long. Like, they were outselling Xbox for so many years. So when it came to the, doing the cross-platform and the things, they're like, "Why would we? Like, we like we don't want we don't want to." You know, sure. like yeah. it's a business. Same reason why they don't want to give away Halo because it's a business, sure. and that's how they make. You know, it's not even about video game fan service at that point. Yeah, with yeah. those yeah. That's decisions. True. That's true. Yep, and PlayStation's uh, had. I, had problems with like leadership over the last year so like who knows what's going on in that in that uh pen at bullpen hey uh caleb really quick uh, sarge just hopped in here i just want to say hi to sarge i miss you man i was hoping to see you tonight uh sarge. but i'm happy I'm, I'm happy you're in the chat hope you're doing good man yeah also hi, sarge. sarge tech don't be tech, mad at me <laughs> tech popped in recently if you want to pop in like power to it i'm not opposed to people showing up whenever they want to show up for a, for a get together, like let's do it, let's do it. Not whenever they. I didn't mean that as like a negative. That wasn't like didn't. No, no, no. I felt bad enough, dude. Whenever you're able to I, show. I up. literally just woke up. As I woke up, I said, "Oh shit!" Have you ever had like a? Yeah. You woke up and you said something. I woke it's up and worst. said, "Oh shit!" It's the absolute yeah. worst. That and just I'm happened. Sorry, I don't want to make anyone feel like that at all. Um, no, I've done that for it's work. Just good to I've hang been out. like, I'm gonna take a nap, and then woken up and been like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" shit. <laughs> He said, "Say less." Say less, he says, and then shows up. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Hello. There he is. Hi, fellers. We're Hi. all here. It's like we've all it worked. We've all been waiting for this moment. I have to move. You, you, you sure know how to make a boy feel welcome. <laughs> we wanted to stagger their entrances face, to make it to make to to optimize the emotional impact. That's what it was, Bobby. No. We wanted yeah. you to be able no. to deal with. Talking to me for a bit, and then tech, and then and now we're all here. Now I love it. I love it. This is great. It's like at a party when people are just slowly rolling in. Coolers yeah. over there, foods in the kitchen. Make yourself at home. Food's right here. Yeah. Be over here. Hang out. It's like food's right here. What do you got yeah. there? Is that like some? That's some. That's some shit about your ID, man. <laughs> no, that's some Moscatoli, my dude. I thought it was some ID. Oh man, I mean, to be completely honest, for those of us who go to par- used to go to parties, no one goes to parties now. People do, but no. they're assholes. This is uh, the most those... I've hung out with people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> for those of us who used to go to parties, the people that show up later are the people that show that, that are cooler. So, like, yeah. Bobby and I showed up to a party Damn, that I'm the at, at 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here eating fucking mini corn dogs and Hot Pockets waiting on people to show up with Caleb, and then you all show up with Muscatoli. Like, what the fuck am Muscatoli I supposed to do? Muscatoli and fucking brown apple. I mean, let's <laughs> oh, go. Oh, let's go. Amazing. <laughs> I'm out of cast. I'll be right back. Oh, you're fine. Don't worry about cast. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm not even in it. <laughs> Don't worry about cast. We'll just I'll just pull audio from the stream. It's fine. At this okay. point, who cares? Also, cast messed up. Like you joined tech and then it bumped you immediately. And then it said Bobby's audio recorded and was it, huh? and was complete. And I was like, he's still Yeah, he wasn't oh, in there when I hopped in. I I was gonna ask questions. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're agile. We're agile. Like Xbox. Speaking of Xbox, be like water. Be like water. Bruce Lee, man, a gift. Um, speaking of Xbox, they bought Bethesda this week. Um, 
And uh, that's not small. It was a $7.5 no. billion dollar sale. That's Dr. Is... Evil numbers, man. <laughs> that I mean, like, if we're going to talk about a company flexing, like, PlayStation the, the beat this be- shit The night out before their shit One. goes on, on sale, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a flex. PlayStation beat the fuck out of Xbox when it came to console sales, but they're not making $7.5 billion acquisitions arrive out of nowhere. Um, so, yeah, like, Doom... I, I want to know more, man. I want to know more and, about it. Doom and Wolfenstein, the reason why first-person shooters are big in the West... And then Skyrim and Fallout, the reason why Western RPGs are big. And then Dishonored, like the, the, the revival of immersive sims, they're all on Xbox's team now. And that's not, yeah. that's, nothing, that's nothing to shake a stick at. That's fucking oof. There's been a oh. lot of offline conversations about this shit. With my I want to know how many crazy. Xbox units they had to sell. So I know how fast they recoup a lot of that money. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't make their money on this on the units though. That's not their sole income. That's true. So, yeah, they're making their money off of Game Pass, and like, there's yeah. now a reason for, I would argue, ten million more people to get Game Pass. But I think too, like, so from like a pure dollars and cents perspective, right? Like, and I don't know much about this, but I wonder how much Bethesda, like that brand, is worth on an annual level. Because I would sure. assume it's probably worth more than what they were getting from an interest level on that 7.5 in the bank. And so even if it's just a bit more than what they were getting from an interest level, that's still like a, from a dollars and cents only. Like if let's say that they didn't change a damn thing for Bethesda and Bethesda continue to do exactly what they do. You have to play these games on Game Pass, whatever, whatever. But even if it was just Bethesda operating at the same dollars and cents that they had been, that's probably making more money yearly than what that money was accruing in interest just sitting yeah, sure. wherever it was sitting. Sure. And so and like, like you've just, also got the uh you've also got the possibilities for like I heard someone talking about this recently, like there might not have been a tableable argument to have like a prey to at Bethesda. But now that Microsoft's funding it and letting them do it. Like those those smaller like look at what uh, Obsidian did, like Obsidian mm-hmm. makes RPGs and then they made Grounded and Grounded's the most wacky and zany thing for that studio to do out of hand and it's great and like they've come out and said it's because Microsoft was like here's money don't worry about who's gonna keep the lights on we got the we got the power bill, just make whatever you fucking want and so like I, I love Grounded too I like that game's good yeah Grounded's dope Grounded's dope uh big big learning curve uh also don't leave um sap lights lit at night because it attracts oh yeah fucking um mites whatever those things were yeah they yeah but that game's gotta build up in the sky man build up way up in the sky we did but we couldn't get to the house because there was like what are those things that attacked us sarge the they look like oh it was it it was it was the uh um starts with an m doesn't it the larva 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 were attacking us, and Bobby, when I say by, by hordes of larvae, when I say it was <laughs> coming horde, out of we'd show abyss. up and there was like ten, and we'd be like, "All right, we got to kill these," and we'd turn around and there'd be ten more, like coming to help. Uh, we had to pick our <laughs> whole base up. And sounds take all like the people trying out. to run these pre-orders online. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But Tech and I Adam. got in an argument with a guy. Tech, I'm glad you're here. Now we can share this story. Tech and I 
were in line for this with a bunch of people and it was a blast. And it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, fuck, lining up for shit's cool because it's a bunch of people in the same place for the same reason. Uh, and we could talk about shit. But there was this this cop that showed up to, I guess, keep the peace just in case, uh, who tried to make his best case for buying a PS5 and selling it for five grand online. And we, everyone was like, you're what? an asshole. What? You know what's <laughs> funny? What? I was watching a, a YouTube video today about the PS5 uh, pre-orders and someone was like, yeah, someone's going to sell it for five grand. Like I, that exact number was repeated, which yeah. I was like, people really think this? Well, I, what? And then he the was like, somebody will probably buy it. That was his argument. He was like, am I an idiot though? If someone buys it, <laughs> I was like, no, you're not an idiot. It doesn't make you less of a dipshit or an asshole. Like yeah. you're still a jerk. Man, well, some of the crazy. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was gonna say some of the craziest no, shit that I saw. Was when I mentioned the 360 launch earlier. Mm-hmm. They had ten at my local Walmart when I was waiting in line. I was number one. I, I had been there all damn day. They had eight chairs lined up back in the layaway area at Walmart, and I remember this dude came with his girlfriend, and she was just standing and sitting there in one of the chairs. And uh, this guy walks in, sees all the chairs are full, looks at her, and goes, "I'll give you two hundred and fifty dollars for your chair," and pulls out the cash, gives it to her, and she just like lost her mind, loved it, went out and did whatever. And that was like, for me, when I got to see firsthand, like. Oh shit! Like this is like a, a bigger deal than like maybe what I was expecting. I knew it'd be hard to get, but I didn't think people would do stuff like that. Yeah. Little did I know that robots would be beating me to the punch on all this shit and selling it for a lot more money nowadays. It's crazy, yeah. absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah, Tech and I had a brief conversation after or before a stream that was like, "Are we going to go get this in person?" And it was like, "Yeah, and like, all right, we'll get there at like eight. And then I got actionable intel of the stock that was going to be at the store we were planning on going to. And it was like, all right, uh, tech, you, we might need to be there at six. And he was like, all right. And so less. I showed up with two, two quick trip <laughs> breakfast sandwiches and the, the GameStop's right next to a fucking Starbucks. So we were set and we just hung out and shot the shit. I was, out, was, a blast. I was out there about five fifty in the morning. I pulled up yeah. nobody was there and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled, how, I long, how long were you guys in line for? <laughs> From six to 10. Okay, yeah. that's not bad. Tech, not tech bad. shouted in his car. He pulled up in the parking lot. Nobody there. Say less. Say <laughs> less. Thank you. Can, can you share how many? Like now that it's all done and over with, can you share what the the levels were? What they had? Yeah. So they had um, seven X's and two S's. Which um, and then when they opened the store, it ended up being six, six X's and X's. two S's in their system. And you guys both got X's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they handed out tickets about 15 minutes before the doors opened. And like, there was no secrecy about the number of systems they had. It was posted on the door and people were showing up and not looking at the door. And us up front were kind of like, this is the, this is the group. Like we knew there were seven people here and there were nine systems and it turned out to be eight systems. And so when they handed out tickets, um, I took the, the, he gave us the X tickets and I gave it to the people in line and they handed us the S tickets and I handed it to the two people and the like 10 people behind them were like, that's it. And I was like, yes. And they, but they knew time, a lot of them knew that, bro. but a lot of them knew, but they were just waiting for some reason. Like, I, I don't know, hoping someone's card gets declined. Like, I don't know. So you, you was, guys were GameStop, right? Yeah. Now did the GameStop honor the uh, access for the, for that? I know that they were doing like their own financing options, but did they offer that for Microsoft if they wanted to do that 
Uh, no, if Xbox. you want to, I don't know how the Xbox All Access works. I don't know if you can do it from GameStop. I think you have to do it through a portal that, like, the Microsoft Store or online can. Offer. It's it's through Citizens One, right? And what what fucked up thing happened for a few people I knew was when they tried to do that because that's an insane value for what you're getting. Like, I think it's yeah, a like great 30, deal. Thirty two dollars a month to get the Series X and Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. So yeah, you get approved for that. Which is great, but the problem is is that a lot of people were getting approved for it without hardware to attach it to. And so now you've got these people that have 30 days to get an Xbox at a retailer that offers that service to tie that to. Or else they're going to have to go through another credit check on that if they want to do that again. Which, I mean, might not be a big deal for a lot of people, but it's still kind of fucked up to think about that now they, on top of already like, which I don't know if there's going to be levels to get in 30 days. It sounds like it's pretty tight right now. Yeah, that's no good. I didn't. I don't know why that would be a thing. That seems like it would be. Oh, hey. Uh, okay, you've you've got it in your shopping cart, and then pick a payment option, and then that's right. how you that's how you do it. But well, also, the problem is we they were selling out while they're in carts. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a friend who had an Xbox One or Xbox Series X. God, their naming convention sucks. I know so much. I don't find it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't I, either. Like, I'm but smart like... enough to know the difference, and I'm <laughs> mad at everyone who went to Amazon or eBay and bought up Xbox One Xs, thinking they're 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 beating everyone. Like, if you can't tell the difference, then you shouldn't even be out here. I know. I know. Fucking like, getting ship shipping tomorrow. Well, it's not even out yet. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but some people are that like uninterested in what their kids do and like what systems they play on. They're like, "Mom, I need the new Xbox." <laughs> if you're okay. willing to pay five hundred dollars like, for just, your kid, and then, and then not I blame find the kid you're because the right thing. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had pictures, clippings from magazine from the from the oh, Sunday yeah. paper. <laughs> yeah, you knew kid, if, your if you're in my know, household, you knew what I was trying to get. You, you were giving your parents a dissertation before they oh, left. Yeah. This, this, yeah. yeah, they were ready. Yeah, if they came parents, ready. If your parents yep. don't know what you want, that's your fault, homie. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm glad yeah, we, we can talk shit on, on Xbox that. and Sony all day long, but nobody dropped the ball like Nvidia dropped the ball. Man, I heard thirty eighty. That 3080 minus well not even. I don't even think it's real. I think it's all joke. I love it's a bad simulation. Get me it's out. A, the take, 3080 take was, their, off. was their Bitcoin offering, their initial coin Dude, offering. <laughs> I'm not I, when I say it was seconds, legitimately seconds. It didn't even show available to purchase. It went from coming soon to sold out. That's it. Jesus Christ. That's it. Guys, there was, there's uh, a I problem heard, with online systems. It's been that way for a long time and as a as a sneaker, as an old ex sneakerhead, it's been a problem for a minute. Yeah, and yeah. bots have been a legitimate problem, uh, to the point where it got me out of buying sneakers. Right, because once sure. I once I, I yeah. lost my physical plug to get to get Jordans, and I went online, I was like, I can't. I'm not doing this. I'm not playing this game. Ugh. And they actually say like you have to like you have to order bots. You have to find a way to get bots if you want these things. Yeah, yeah I had ridiculous. that conversation tonight because me and another dude are like lock and step right now we've got all like octo shop all this stuff lined up we got discord servers i got so much stupid shit to just buy something that i want to buy and i told him i'm like dude like at what point in time are we just going to throw in the talent and like split split a bot to get what we want because you can't beat it like i can't beat it no matter how hard i try no matter how many links how many people i follow on twitter Mm -hmm. no matter how many f5s i push i cannot win i can't yeah. beat them that's why i'm super excited that i don't even have to worry about all this 
in all <laughs> honesty like me with me having to like or with me nodding not needing to get it like because yeah, whenever I, whenever i go to get it a year from now i'm be like hey i'm gonna go to best buy right now yeah pick yeah, up sure. the next one yeah, sure. that's why when Caleb, when you said, hey, man, let's we got to line up at 6 a.m., I'm like, fine. I'd rather do that. I'd rather camp in a bad neighborhood <laughs> in the yeah. dark than order something online in the comfort of my home and yeah. deal with that stress. Because while we were in line, the homies were in, in the group chat stressing. Stressing, yep. stressing, yeah. We had three Full or four stressing. people trying and being like, it's not working, it's not working, I'm trying to refresh, it's not working. And like, I think... Two of our friends got it, but but Bastard Bob, who's a frequent um, a guest on the stream, uh, didn't. Yeah, and it's like fuck, man. Like, ugh. I got an X from Amazon because like they were they didn't go live when everybody else did at. Uh, <laughs> what a mess. and I was like, all right, so I'm gonna get this queued up. I had the app going. It was like where you you know if, if there's a four or four error on Amazon, you just get a puppy picture. So I was like getting all these different puppy pictures, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, I got word that like Amazon was about to go live, so I started to up it, and it, it like went so smooth. It's like okay, it's available in cart. I had like two errors after one of my cart. It got through. I had everything like logged in, yeah. and my cousin who like I was really shopping for him. Like he wanted it more than anybody. I'm like, dude, I got you. Like rest easy. Like it's there. Just shoot me the money whenever it ships. It's yours. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't need a. You gave him the like, pepper pots. We'll be okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I told him because he's still trying to do the uh, the access. He was one of the guys that had the weird like yeah. pre qualification without the hardware. Like, I am not in the business of flipping that or trying to make any money off of it. If he ends up locking one down, if somebody needs one, like, I will sell that thing for MSRP. Like, as shitty as things have been, it's hard. Like, I am yeah. not trying to make some money off five that. Grand. I was uh, I got on <laughs> Facebook and uh, I was ranting Facebook and Twitter uh, after we got back and um, i was ranting like if you like bought one and you're trying to flip it sure you're getting money right and yep. but it, it's a really shitty way of doing it like this yeah. it's no morals involved you did no work um yeah. besides being lucky and now you're trying to double the profits as if you are microsoft like like you're an asshole like sure yeah. it's, a, it's it's a hustle quote unquote but you're an asshole for doing that yeah yeah man i said like, i called are... that cop at the at the at the in the line an opportunist which is not a good thing to be called. And no, he was not. like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're just, we're moving past the, like, you understanding that what you're doing is shitty when you're just admitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's, hate it. It sucks, man. It. Scalping it sucks. is the it's... fucking worst. It doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, let me back that up. It makes a lot of sense because it's, it's a way to make money. But I, I always have hated the idea of like, I'm going to buy a thing and then that I don't give a shit about. I'm going to buy a thing that I don't give a shit about. And then yeah. I'm going to make people that do care pay more than they probably can to get it. Yeah. Because yeah, I man. got it. No, I mean, Sarge is right. He said that he would wait. And like, truthfully, I, I've tried to get the PlayStation 5 a couple of times just because it's like, let me check the box, make sure I got it. But you mentioned earlier, Caleb, too, like, if I have that for when Horizon comes out, I'll be happy. Like if I can get one before then, cool. Yeah. The, yeah. the I have a 2080 now, which I mean, I can run everything pretty much full tilt right now. But I would love to have the 3080 when Cyberpunk hits. So I've got like time to get it. Yeah. Like I'm not, and like there's people I'm seeing in forums are like, yeah, my 980s on its last. Like I'm like, you need that more than I do. Yeah. Like sure. 
you need that more than I do for sure. Like I'm, I'm definitely not struggling over here to get it. Like I, I want it. I'm anxious. It's a new tech. I'm really cool. Like curious about, I want to install it and go through all those things, but I, it's just, it's just sucks. It's not great for, for everybody involved. Yeah. So the the good thing about the, the Xbox though, is it's not like the jump between 360 and Xbox one. So like, Yes, it's a bummer that like some of our friends aren't getting that Xbox, but at the same time, it's not limiting you. Like, no, yeah, yeah, you've got time. You, where you, it's don't, you don't, be like, you don't <laughs> get the, yeah, you don't get to get ray tracing or like the upgraded, you know, tech inside the system. But you're not stopped playing from your friends. Like Xbox 360, yeah. the Xbox One was a shitty transition because it was like, hey, that doesn't work here. Yeah, you're playing Battlefield Four on your 360. I'm playing it on my Xbox One. We can't play together. That's not a thing. Yes. And now it's Good like luck. if you have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on your Xbox One and you have it on the Series X, servers are linked cross platform or cross yeah. console right. generation. And like, so, so that's that's where this generation is going to be a very, very good transition for all the people that are hitting this like obstacle of not being able to pre-order one right now. So it's just going to it's so regardless of getting one or not or having the availability of it we're all still going to have a good time with it because totally. you guys are all going to get it. And I'm not for like two years Yeah, and it'll be we'll fine. You're, be fine. You're, you're set up, right? I didn't ask you when you came on, Sarge, are you, are you not getting anything this season? Are you going to wait a bit for all of it? I'm, I, I waited three years to get the Xbox one X or the Xbox one. So I yeah. can definitely were, do were it you again. More PC I, before that though. Uh, uh-uh. no, he just I mean, I played, like, I played like League of legends. Yeah. I, that was okay. about it. So, he's got a two thousand dollar rig behind him that he built a month ago, so he's fine. Oh, hell yeah, man! This big boy over here yeah. is that. Uh, what kind of case do you got? I can't tell. Um, it was the uh, uh, the Corsair. Yeah, it looks good, case. man. I like the white for sure. That's really really yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I saw that on the shelf. I was like, you know what? I'm picking that shit up. <laughs> yeah, man. You were like, I'm, a, a white case. I'm a sucker for good aesthetics. Uh, <laughs> Dentalicious. Yeah, I, de- Dentenstein. I got the white Xbox One. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I keep it white, you know? Dentenstein and I yeah, had a whole conversation about like magazines and like specific magazines and for their and their aesthetics and how like, oh, this one and like these, there's like a, there's like a, there's a whole, there's a whole thing to finding an aesthetic and like i'm super looking forward to that portion of my basement being finished next week when i move my office down there when i get to build an office around my aesthetic instead of like trying to fit my aesthetic in this small room um, yeah man so seeing a case like i've told several people i'll buy a beer in a can i'll buy um a book i'll, I'll buy so many things because what you put it in looks good for sure sometimes that's literally how i pick something is the yeah, design 100%. of it percent yeah, yeah um, and then i went I... apple picking a couple weeks ago at eckert's and on our way out there was this small like local um craft coffee place that was running a little like food cart where they were making coffees for people but they had these um big tall silver growler cans um with like these really big floral printed matte logo or matte labels on them and like I didn't need beans to make cold brew or French presses in, but I saw that and I was like, I'm buying this one because you're small, you're a small business, and I want to support you. And two, this looks fucking good. And even if I don't use it right away, it's gonna look good in my kitchen. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. dude, when I when I built my PC back in February, my cousin who got me into it 
was like so pissed off. He's like, why are you spending money on making this thing look a certain way? And I was like, dude, like, have you not been paying attention my whole fucking life? Like my dad's legit been front cover of trucking magazine and mini trucking magazine. Like I did custom cars with my dad growing up. Like I, when I was in high school, I was modding people's Xboxes and Xbox controllers and like painting them down and doing it. Like that shit is totally my shit. And so the whole like marriage of power and aesthetic with PC building was something that I really lost myself in. And uh, for, for people arguably, in the like, stream, keep talking about it. But for people in the stream, I'm going to throw what his PC setup looks like into the stream so you can see it. <laughs> it's a fucking aesthetic, y'all. And it's good. It's real good. Sorry, keep going. Is it a whole mood? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a dude. whole mood. It's a whole fucking mood. It's and so like, and you I built the, the desk blade, with my dad. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so like we did it all up. Right. And like I had a good time with it. and. Like, is it the most like powerful best thing you can do? Absolutely not. But I fucking love it. It's mine. It's got my DNA all over it. And like being able to do these I'm sure things. It does. It does. <laughs> like Gross. a lot, of, lot of fucking like I man, I I was feeling really good about myself until I saw Henry Cable do this himself. I was like, man, I probably look like a fat slob building my PC those nights. <laughs> Head lamp and all. Looking like Cable. I was fucking playing deep rock building this thing. I'm sitting there sweating and cussing. Henry trying Cavill's to get these arms flexing while he's unscrewing things. Oh, I was God like, damn it, man. stop like, it. I've never felt more unequipped for a job in my life after seeing him build his BC. I'm like, oh, that's what it looks like. Cool. I've never felt <laughs> more no. unequipped for my life as a person <laughs> until yeah. I saw Henry Cavill. Just like, oh, no, it's been a lot of fun, man. And I think that uh, got out it's here legit picking favorites. <laughs> it's a trap for yeah, sure. It's a trap. It's for sure a trap. And I, yeah, you show you shared those pictures <laughs> in August. Yeah, in August, and I was like, "God damn it, I'm gonna be spending money to do this eventually." Yeah, I, I, the the funniest thing that I've ever told myself was the budget for my PC when I first set out to do it because it, <laughs> I'm gonna it spend this was. much. Yep. <laughs> Your yep. PC. I, mean, I, built mine, I built mine the night before for like thirteen hundred dollars and went and spent two grand. So. Yep. Yep, dude, it's so <laughs> yeah. easy. Yeah, my and $1,500 budget. Especially, especially at Micro Center. Yep. When you're just sitting there looking at shelves full of shit, you're like, man, that sure does look better than the one I picked out. Fuck it. Give me that one. <laughs> like, mm. oh, God damn it. Micro Center, is a, Micro Center is a candy shop for nerds. It's I the worst. Instantly. You walk in and it's like, uh, I like, want all yeah. of it. <laughs> I like, want everything. It's like tech heaven. Yeah. The, the day that the, the 3080s dropped, uh, I happened to hop online and I saw that they had like 12 in stock. That's all they had. Like, I, I just want to see what that looks like over there. So I hopped in my car and I drove by micro center here in St. Louis. And dude, if you're familiar with the layout over there, yeah. the line went from micro center well past the entrance of target. No way. And yeah. What? You said in Brentwood. Yep. No way. Yep. That's exactly what I was trying to figure out. Like, are people there just for moral support or what's like, <laughs> what's like, what's going on? Like I, I legitimately pulled in um, where the, uh, the wine total wine is. Yeah. I yeah. saw the line. I just did a U. I'm like, fuck it. Saw what I need to see. And I'm oh, getting look, out of here. Chick-fil-A's over here. <laughs> and I'm hungry. That's absolutely <laughs> insane. That's, uh, that's actually insane. Yep. Four years ago, I went to Target for a fucking 47-inch TV that was going to be like 250 bucks. There was eight people online. I knew they had six. I said, fuck it, I'm going home. 
there was seven thousand other things on the ad, but I was like, that TV's gone. I guarantee yeah. it. So I said, fuck it, left <laughs> like seven yeah. people or eight people, and there's only six. I ain't gonna chance it. Fuck it, I'm going home. <laughs> right. Even it's, it's though hard, I, man. even though they could have never gotten him, I was like, you know what? I ain't waiting four hours for this. <laughs> like the the FOMO and the zeitgeist out. happening right now. Everybody wants to be a part of it, and like even to to Sarge's point, like if you don't need it right now, and there's there's really not a whole lot that you would see major benefit from. I don't think currently on the console level and even on the 3080 level, maybe Cyberpunk will look a little bit better with ray tracing stuff at the end mm-hmm. of the day, mm-hmm. but like. All the shit that keeps getting pushed back, film, movies, all this other shit, games. Next year. It's going to be the fucking, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger of a year, man. Yeah. And so who knows what that looks like? I think all these moves, like we still haven't even seen what what Phil and his crew at Xbox is going to do with all the shit they've been buying and let alone what you can expect from Bethesda. I think for me, the, the easiest take is you see all that shit on Game Pass very very soon and then i think the rest of that deal will come uh more into focus over the next few years for sure my my like hottest take that i can come up with and i'm probably way off anything that is remotely a live games as a service or live service will stay on everything but anything that is like your your single player focus story i i can honestly see that being exclusive to xbox and pc yeah sure Sure. That's uh, my. They did say that they would like decide what platforms things are on on a case by case basis, and like that does make me excited for the possibility that someday someone will start a game on their PlayStation that opens with Xbox Game Studios, <laughs> which would just be mm-hmm. wild to me that like people are talking about a console war and like it's more likely that someone on a PlayStation plays a game with Xbox's name on it. Then, That'd be great, man. Like, remember the first time you saw Sega and you won on a Sega? Yeah. Oh shit! That's yeah. that moment. That's that moment for sure. For sure. Let me, let me ask you guys like a hypothetical. So, Deathloop obviously has been touted as an exclusive for PlayStation for a minute. I don't think that's the case any longer. If that is a deal that's being made right now, so this is what I want you guys to weigh in on. What game would they be asking for in return? Like if. If they were going to say like, "Hey, you can continue having Deathloop on the PlayStation, but we want this game to be available on Microsoft also." Oh, what, what would they game negotiate would you... with? Oh, fuck. Yeah. See, I would say my my gut reaction initially was the show, and they already lost that exclusivity. So, like, yeah. that's what happens when you are the the only people that own the license for MLB, and the and the MLB is like, "But everybody should play this," which is fucking wild. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so the question is what exclusive like what exclusive uh, like sony exclusive yeah would yeah. i want like them if, over yeah and, uh, all like, day spider-man the miles, spider-man. miles morales all day spider-man's up there 100 percent. yeah i would yeah. love i would love that yeah i don't know why i would love that because i'm just maybe i because I, I play xbox more than i play my ps4 i would i, don't, I would enjoy that and then that could potentially open some shit up for avengers too yeah Absolutely. Also, also a tremendously bullshit decision by PlayStation. Good job, guys. Dude, how much money are they fucking losing? <laughs> so much. If you open, <laughs> if you open that shit up to another console as a DLC where you get all the fucking profits from it, you would make so much money. Even yeah. if you got seventy percent, like most people, store people aren't are. buying your system to go play this fucking game. 
but they're playing this game that they would love to have Spider-Man on. They're not yeah. going to spend $400 on a system just to play Spider-Man. They'll spend $20 to play Spider-Man. I guarantee it. Yeah. If Spider-Man was DLC for Marvel right now, that was 20 bucks. I'd do it. 20 bucks. And that's Everybody would buy it. Nobody that likes that stuff is winning in that scenario. No, it's not. Like, it's not for the fans in any way. No, exactly. It's the, same, it's the same shit that Activision pulled with with Destiny, with a full year of strikes and content and gear being only on PlayStation. Like, come the fuck on! And like, it got so messy right before they split away. Whenever um, Cross Save was activated, because I would be moving my character over between Xbox and PlayStation, and like, oh, all, you can't use this gear. It's not available. I'm like, well, fuck you! Like. Now my light level's down when I play on Xbox, so I don't want to play over here. Like, it was so stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Again, PlayStation if, if, if literally I, said the words, if you want to play games, we think you should play them here, which is... Right. <laughs> it's like, did you did you not see the gate? Let us remind you. This is the game, right. and we are the mm-hmm. keepers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, if PlayStation had games that I would want to play, I would still not buy their system. Just for how they fucking, like, just because of the practices that they have. Yeah, there's no game. Great. There's nothing that I like about PlayStation. That's why I don't buy one. It's not that I'm like, oh, Xbox is better. <laughs> no, I just don't do it. But like, this makes me even happier in my decision of not spending money on anything that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft's yeah, like, everybody play us. Play our games anywhere. PlayStation's and like, PlayStation's here. like, only here. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you look at me when you talk? You can to only me? play this like, in your nah, living though. room. We know that we we know it's not in your living room, so you can't play in your living room. Like what? What? Hang on. What? <laughs> I will I will say this honestly. If it wasn't for Spider Man, I would not own a PS4. I yeah, and I will say That's honestly, a lot right of people. Now, I will say honestly right now. If it was not for MLB the Show, I yeah. would not own a PS4. And now MLB the Show, I can have on my PC. I don't know if it'll stay, especially like right now. For me, my current game of the year is Last of Us Two. Sure. Um, and the my my second favorite game this year is the remake of Final Fantasy. So I mean, like, as much as I dog on Sony, like they've got some good fucking stories to tell, and it they sucks do. because I feel like they've got me right. Like they've got me in a spot that I don't want to be got by them. When sure. it comes to like, I, I don't want to miss out on those stories. Like, I don't want to buy a PlayStation Five. I, I legitimately don't want to buy that console. But but they've got I hooks that they're going they to use uh, to use a and Crusader I, Kings theme. Yeah. And I've told I people. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tex. I think I'm going to get it just because. But I'm. I don't <laughs> care about it. Right. Like right. I'm. Yeah. Like how. Like how Sarge is. I'm gonna get it when I can walk in. And oh, okay. I guess I'll just get an extra five hundred dollars burning in my pocket, or however much it'll be at the time. And then I'll get it. But I have no reason outside of that, you know. I mean, I definitely want Miles the Miles game, but if it comes on PS4, I'm I'm some super Gucci. Yeah. I think that super I've been talking Gucci. to a few people. They're like, what should I get? Like what 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 do you think I should get? Like, should I get a PlayStation or should I get an Xbox? And it's it's always Xbox, right? Because I think that at the end of the day, like well, like, well, I've heard that Sony's got some really good games, which is true. Like that's a true statement. But Microsoft can get better at games faster than Sony can get better at services. And sure. I th- sure. I think that at the end of the day, like when you talk about how you stretch your dollar, it's the sense of like, well, would you rather spend your money on like four Blu-rays a year or would you rather just pay for Netflix? It's, and, yeah. Like to me, it's you're right. It's become it's almost become that argument. It's like you could have PlayStation 
I'll just use the metaphor I was going to use. You can have AMC plus. Right. Or you can have Netflix. It's not even that it's HBO max and Netflix. It already exists. It's HBO max and Netflix. Like you're going to get really good shows that take weird. They're really good games that take weird takes on conventions that already exist in the genre. And like those takes are going to be very good and very prestige stories you're going to get. But if you want to get genre, if you want to get, um, macro, if you want to get, you know, you know, unknown names, even like most of that stuff's not going to show up on my, on, on HBO and Microsoft is like, play this game for free because it's part of your subscription. And like people are discovering shit. They didn't even know they liked because they're able to, I played crusader Kings and wasteland in the last month and played, I played crusader Kings for 12 hours in a weekend. And I've never played any of those games. And that game caught me like that. Because Game Pass was like, but here, try it, try it. Why not try it? And if so you Game can Pass offer Ultimate that, for like, a year is 180 bucks, right? Uh, that's how much it costs for. It's 15 dollars a month, right? Yes. No. It's so yes, yes, yes. So it's 180, and then it looks like most next gen games are 70 a pop, are going to be at least closer to 70 than 60. Yeah. So that's three doing games. that. It's two and a half games. You can buy like two and a half games a year. Yeah. Or you can get Game Pass. Like, I my question really becomes like, if you have an Xbox console without Game Pass, like, what do you what doing? what is holding you back? Who are you? Legitimately, <laughs> like, what's holding you back at that point in time? Sorry, because that's your live service. Yeah, and that's all these fucking games. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you do that? And the crazy I mean, thing I have is, 180 is not... games downloaded, so it's like a dollar. Like, yeah. I'm paying a dollar a game right now. There was there's <laughs> and there's moments there's moments that happen over time where you're like, yo. Like last year in September, we got like three games that were incredible on Game Pass. And mm-hmm. one of those was Gears 5. And that game, as much as like it may not be my specific cup of tea, it was a campaign, multiplayer, a horde mode, and a user-generated content-based escape mode all in one perfectly delicious box that just showed up on Game Pass one day. And And if you had Game Pass Ultimate... You got the $110 version of the game and four days early access to it. Like, it, it happens in waves. You, you, you have Game Pass and you're like, I haven't played anything for a minute. And then fall happens and you get Outer Worlds. Oh, that's what it was. You get Outer Worlds and Gears of War and a couple other games. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, I'm paying $10 a month for this before it was Ultimate. $115 a month for this. $180 bucks right. a year. And I just played five games that are all $60. Yeah. yeah, I just saved. I just saved hundred and twenty dollars by yeah, doing man. this. It's not to mention now they've already included XCloud, and now the fall you're going to be getting uh, EA, EA Play Access? as well. Yeah, yeah. EA, sorry, that's thirty dollars. So it's get... EA Play now. EA, you were right. EA right. Access was what it used to be called. But yeah, you're getting all the EA games Dude. eight months after they come out. I would not be the least bit surprised if they somehow will do like a, a move that's like, hey, it's $15 for all of this, but for, for $19.99, you get Netflix 4K with it as well or some stupid shit like that. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I, yeah. Like, I could see them yeah. easily trying to bring, bring like that full like yeah. digital stream into it to get even more people on board with it. They're already Spotify, I think Spotify makes a lot of sense too. Like, hey, we'll give you Spotify for $5 or we're going to include yeah. it with Game Pass Ultimate. Yep. Like we'll take we'll take the L there and like whatever that is. Like I can see them doing some shit like that. They've already partnered with Spotify and Discord 
like over right. the last year where you get like six months of nitro for free and six months yeah. of Spotify premium for free. And it's like, like what, what do you lose out on getting game pass right now? Nothing. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, and if you have a PC and an Xbox, you, it's the best value. Like I've played so many games on my PC because of game pass. Like I got a PC that could play games in March. I upgraded like right after the lockdown happened. One of the dense, huge, huge supporters of the stream and of the blog uh, helped me set up a couple of things to upgrade my PC. And like over the last five months, I've realized like, yo, I when I want to play Sea of Thieves or Rocket League or or Bleeding Edge, I want to play it on my PC. Um, and like having Game Pass Ultimate initially was like, I don't care. And I upgraded because it was like, I've got a PC now. And now yeah. I've got 150 games on PC and over 200 games on Xbox that I can just fuck around with when I want. Did they already do the price? Do you guys know? If, I know it's going up from five to ten a month for PC only. Like if you don't have a console, have they done that yet? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Because I mean, even then, at ten dollars on PC, like that's still a hell of a value. Yeah, it's great. That's great. It's still over. I mean, games. I Ubisoft Plus is fifteen, and I think EA Access is maybe five. Might be five bucks on PC also. EA Access mm. is five a month or thirty for the year, which okay. I've been doing the year for EA. EA. Um, yeah, 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 I have too. Yeah, which Logic. is nice because all the EA shit. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not the guy that goes through the backlog and grabs like Madden when it comes to <laughs> the vault in EA Play, but um, you get a ten percent discount on everything you buy, and you get to play it a week before it comes out for ten hours. So like, it's fucking solid. Totally. You guys gonna do the X Cloud? Like you guys gonna yeah. get into it? I I um so I, I ended up picking up a fire tablet back when they had their like back to school sale going on. Mm-hmm. And uh I got the Fire Eight, which probably I mean I haven't I I I was on the beta for um iOS and that went a certain direction, but I switched back over to this Android tablet for it. And it's maybe a little bit smaller than what I would like to have for that. Looking back on it, the 10, I think, was maybe 50 bucks more if you wanted to have a dedicated space for it. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been going places, so I've only been using it on my home network. But it's it's really good. Uh, it works out great. I, I've i got it propped up, and I'm just using a, uh, a series or an Xbox One S controller with it. Uh, but I also have a clamp for a phone, if it ever comes to the phone that I have. Um, I've, I've used it on my phone. I've got the Galaxy S9. And it's it's not bad. I mean, it, to be able to play like Forza Horizon Four wherever I want is pretty awesome. Yeah, like I think when I went to my and my wife's grandparents' house, they had Wi-Fi, and that was about it. I couldn't take nothing with me, so I was like, "Fuck it," played on my phone for a little while. It's there's a little bit of backlag, but I mean, it's in beta, so yeah. yeah. I think eventually I'm gonna get the Razer Kishi. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Is that no, the I, controller I, I, that pops on? Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm a big fan of like streaming media and all that. I think it's really cool. And I was doing remote play for a few years with my PlayStation on certain games. And the, I had Stadia when it first came out and I quickly returned it. But that moment (laughs) testing it out, like I saw potential in the the technology and to see it coming with a, with a a library that I've already got a lot of investment in Mm -hmm. makes the most sense. And I think, 
would I be like trying to get into a crazy like destiny strike on my, my phone or tablet? Maybe 5G gets to be where we want to see it. But like right now, I think a game like Wasteland from like a, a, a streaming standpoint there makes a lot of sense. Um, something that's not so twitchy is pretty pretty good for it. The latency is not terrible, but uh, I don't know if I would be trying to hop into like a battle royale on my phone. I wouldn't. Doing that, nope. you know? No. no. I played PUBG on mobile once and was like, nope. PUBG on mobile when it, when it dropped was really fun, though. It is, yeah, it's, it's, and it's actually <laughs> wildly, wildly pop, more pop, maybe more popular than actual game at this point. The yes. mobile version? Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's because yeah. especially like a billion people over with mobile phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's a, again, the fact that this doesn't cost you anything extra. Yeah. When they could have, they, they could have easily said, this is a $20 service or a $9 service, whatever it would be. They just said, no, it's, it's already there for you waiting. Just hop on in wherever you're at. I think that there's something very profound about that. And um, it's cool for somebody to think that they have an Xbox now, even if they just have that phone streaming it, right? Like that's, that's a really good feeling for somebody to, yeah. to that maybe they don't have the money to set up for a console right now but they want to play with their friends or they just want to hop in like a party chat or something like to be able to be included. I think it's pretty cool. I agree. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Well, this has been a fucking delightful conversation. Um, yeah. I don't want people to think that this podcast has become a small omnibus of in and of itself. So in wrapping up, um, we wrap up the show with everyone's bounties, which is kind of what everyone's been up to that they want to share real quick. Um, it used to be us sharing what we were watching, reading, listening to, or playing, um, and like sharing all of those. Now we just pick one that we have to tell people about. Bobby, what has the soft clothes sommelier been up to that he has to tell people about? I've been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic. And <laughs> that game's so good, man. Like I heard a lot of buzz about that game and uh, I'm a big sucker for uh, just exploration games. Like I love Minecraft a whole lot. And uh, that grind that comes with it is here, but then you've got like weird horde stuff and, and like RPG elements of like skill trees and character build outs. And you can have different classes that go into it. Uh, it's a straight PVE game and uh it's got a really satisfying loop and a few different mission structures that you can do it was on i picked it up on sale i think mm-hmm. i got like the deluxe version uh for like 25 bucks or something like that yeah. and uh it's got kind of an astroneer vibe aesthetically to it i think and, and the way that it looks uh the soundtrack it's somewhat generic but does a pretty good job in, in parts but uh multiplayer and like finding people and matchmaking is awesome and they even do a really good job if you want to play this uh solo so i think that uh deep rock galactic is something you should check out if you've got the means to play it it's very good i think everybody in this in this current podcast has it um yep fun fact bobby if you just turn one of us is scared of it (laughs) if you just turn the music down and then throw on a yacht rock playlist it's oh, incredible. Damn. Like All right. playing with the boys coming on while you're like going down and digging <laughs> up ore with a bunch of dwarves. It's okay. very good. It's very good. I'm about I'm about to hit uh 
25 with my I'm playing as a scout. So I'm about to be able to promote somebody. And I think the game opens up in a really cool way once you do mm-hmm. that. Yep. And I so hit, yeah, you get deep dives, which is yeah. Yeah, man. So uh I may do a like a, a quick run tonight before bed. I gotta work early in the morning, but uh I like that game a whole lot. Yeah. Game's great. And it's cross plat. So if you got it on uh the Windows store on PC, you can play it with uh, Xbox. It's very good. I think it might be just Steam on PC. I don't know. Anyway. Is it on is it on Xbox? Oh yeah, I've got it on Xbox. Oh, I didn't know that. It had integration with uh, Mixer too, where like if people were watching you on Mixer, they could send monsters into the game. Oh my god, you. that was so fun! Yeah, it was great. Yeah, when I was when I was streaming on Mixer, this dude's like, "Watch this," and sends like the big like, of behemoths, the dreadnoughts and shit. at us. I'm like, "Oh my oh, god!" <laughs> like you could, just, you could spend the sparks on it. You can play uh, Xbox and PC. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I. Yeah. IRC, IIRC, if I remember correctly, I believe it is definitely one of those games where you can. Do, it's, I know it's play anywhere on Xbox. So if you own it on okay. Xbox, you can play it on, on uh, PC as well. So yeah, the game's fucking dope. Um, Ryan, you got something you want to share? Something new? Has, has anything new happened for? Uh, I've been playing the shit out of, uh, Yes, this Red is Dead important. Redemption. Yes. This is very important. This is very for important. For me, I got Red Dead Day 1 and then didn't play it at all. And now I've been addicted to the freaking multiplayer for the past, I don't know, two weeks. To the point that you're Are playing you the multiplayer. To the point that you're playing the multiplayer solo. <laughs> I'm playing the multiplayer by myself. I'm currently playing it right now <laughs> while we're podcasting. It's great, dude. But I'm I'm doing a full-on, and this is really weird for me, too. I'm doing a full-on finding all collectibles because being a collector on online, you make so much money, like, turning in full collections of stuff. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to get everything. And I'm like, I guess, I guess beans seven hours. Right now. Nope, nope. I, I, they haven't been in season for, like, a year now. <laughs> he hasn't soyed them beans <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't soyed them beans in a while. I think the last time I soyed some beans is playing that dubstep remix whenever you were in the chat because <laughs> there was a dub there's a there's a dubstep radio on fucking farm sim oh my <laughs> like, what? god dude it was it was bopping <laughs> but <laughs> but man i'm i'm enjoying red dead a lot um yeah like doing all doing all like the random missions with the like the moonshiners and the collector and oh it's it's kind of wild how good, our group has picked that shit up yeah, it's a good it's a good way of playing GTA without playing GTA. You get the free roam and the fucking shit up without griefers and sure. nobody nobody can fly around in a in a freaking motorcycle that can just shoot a thousand rockets at me. Like I can at least yeah. put up some kind of defense against somebody. Sure. So sure. Tech, what are you uh got anything you wanna share? Games, movies, shows? books music otherwise games not so much it's still like you know the regular you know regular me apex um but movies i went to the movie theater last night and first of all it was fantastic there was like 10 people in the theater total uh felt super safe and of course i'm invincible um and two (laughs) the movie tenet is absolutely one of the best nolan movies i've ever seen I cannot wait. I cannot wait. All it's right. one of the most deep, thought-provoking, um, confusing. <laughs> it's 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 like the, the quintessential what is Christopher Nolan. This is it. This is him doing him 
without limitations. I asked my cousin, he just saw it a few days ago. I'm like, can you tell me? He's like, I got to see it like three or four more times. Oh, yeah. Talk yep. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those movies <laughs> off tops that you have to see three, at least three times to, to understand. Sure. All right. Was it cool being back in the theater? It was absolutely amazing being back in the theater, dude. Especially like, the theater and, with space. Me, we did a little date night last night and we actually felt normal. And it's like, this is the first time this year that we've actually felt like normal. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, did it feel like being on an airplane that has nobody on it? It felt really good, dude. There was nobody. <laughs> there was there was literally ten people in the entire theater, dude. Like no one out. was on their phone. No one was talking. No one was next to me. It was it was actually my preferred method. Like there's parts of this pandemic that I like. Okay, yeah, I like curbside people. delivery. <laughs> like <laughs> less contact with humans, the better for me. Sure, yeah. Sure. So if we can keep those that energy going into 2021. I'll be fine. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Yeah, I love it. Um, for me, my bounty to share is the show Dark on Netflix. I have Damn, I need to watch that. Yeah. So season three just came out, and I found out only when it came out that the creators planned on making three seasons from the beginning and had the whole story written. And it's focused on time travel. And like when I find out for the first that a show has got like a it's bookended before it's shot. Like, this is how it's going to go. We have a story we want to tell, and then it'll be over, and then it'll be done. That's, like, immediately something they get into. Breaking Bad did the same thing. Yeah, um, I love that. Halt and Catch Fire did the same thing. Like, when you've... It just saves you from a lot of the bullshit, like Walking Dead, where it's like... At this point, they're making it up as they go. Um, yeah. So, I dove into season one, and having been a German student in high school and, and college... Watching it in German, I've realized I don't look at the subtitles very often, which is really cool to like kind of practice like understanding that language again. Um, And also, it's tremendously acted and it's just so busy. And I don't mean busy in the bad sense. I mean, busy in like you get four episodes in and you realize there are people you've already seen that are people that you're meeting again. Or people that you're meeting who you've who you realize are people that like are in multiple it's crazy. It's about time travel. Uh it takes place in like 1954, 1984, 2019, and 2054. Um, and like it's not different generations only. There's like a specific gate under a nuclear plant that like is causing time travel anomalies without giving anything away. And it's wild. And it's wild. I've heard people say it's what Stranger Things could have been or should have been. Yeah, sure, sure. I would understand yeah. that. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Stranger Things if it was <laughs> to use the title of the show, dark. Because um, Stranger Things is dark, but this show has the opening moments of this show is like, okay, this is what I'm signing up for. Um, it. It's it's real. Yeah, I like it a lot. Sure. I like it a lot. Um, Yes. Nice. It's very good. Um, before we wrap up completely, before we say goodnight um, to the podcast, because we will play games after this, we do a fun fact. Uh, ben is not here, so we cannot find it, but I did pull it up. Our fun fact section is called our Smurf Fact. We have a jingle for that. It sounds like this. Smurf Facts. Oh, yeah. I found some video game fun facts. I'm going to read two. They're a couple sentences each. Don't worry. I won't hold you for long. The first is... Titled Nintendo Comboy, C-O-M-B-O-Y. South Korea 
had banned Japanese cultural imports during World War II. And that wasn't actually lifted until 2004. That didn't mean South Korean gamers didn't get to know Mario. Hyundai, the car company, Electronics, distributed Nintendo's product in South Korea, but the NES was called the Hyundai Comboy. And then Damn. that was followed by the Super Comboy and Comboy 64. Right on, Hyundai? Get that's it. Tight. <laughs> Which that's, that's is tight. fucking wild yeah. to me. I had no idea. Um, and then for Fallout fans the world over, the satisfying ding that rings out from the Fat Man nuke launcher, or when a Fat Man nuke is launched in Fallout 3, is actually the lunch bell from Bethesda Softworks Cafeteria. The Fat Man itself is modeled after an actual, real-life nuke launcher that was made called the M388 Davy Crockett Tactical Nuclear Recoilless Rifle, which was made in the 1950s. And if that hasn't sunk in yet, think about the fact that we made a gun that fired a nuke, and nukes have a lethal radius of like a mile. So, so, wow. so imagine being handed one of these had they been made, made, and just being like, wow. You're, fire it up okay. and turn and run, fucker, because it's going to be hot. God. It's amazing humans have survived to this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this current time absolutely included um yeah i'm gonna share this link of fun facts because there's some crazy ones there's a there's a barack obama ad in um in uh burnout paradise <laughs> just fucking wild games are crazy y'all games are crazy but thank you everybody for listening bobby my friend yeah man thank you so much for coming back yeah, it was great to be back. We'll have to yeah, have you on more you. often. It's been a while. Absolutely. Yeah. We were, we were like, we should do this. <laughs> and we waited a year. We'll make it happen more often, I promise. And we'll get you guys over to the casual hour sometime. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Not very casual. If it's you bring, if you bring four more people, it won't be very casual. But no. perhaps no, it'll but be definitely not be an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to set aside like a weekend day <laughs> for that. Anyway. <laughs> 100%. Um, but thank yeah. you for coming back, Bobby. If people wanted to find you or the things you do or the yeah. content you make, where would they go? Yeah, man. Uh, as I mentioned, the Casual Hours podcast that I do every week, uh, you can find us on Anchor.fm slash The Casual Hour. We're also on Twitter as The Casual Hour. Uh, I have been pretty inactive on my video content just because I don't want to like sit in front of a screen all day and then do work in front of the screen at night for a hobby. Um, but, uh, lumberjack smack is what I go by online and you can find some stuff on YouTube where I do some quick look videos and just more like hot takes on stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, the casual hour is kind of it these days. Uh, we record every week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, thank you again for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank we you will, me so much. We will yeah, do it awesome. more. This conversation was a blast. Also, I feel really good cause I had a really tall beer. That was 10%. So it's, it's just a good night. Um, Sarge, <laughs> where can people find you, my friend? Sergeant Sodium on Twitch and Instagram and Twitter. Dope. And Tech, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, Tech Supreme on every, everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Tech Supreme, Twitch, Tech Supreme. All that good stuff. Dope. Perfect. You can follow oh, yeah. anything the website writes or posts at nerdybits.com or follow them on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. You can follow me at Lubwub. I haven't done this in previous episodes, but I will now. Thank you to No Taker um, for our theme song. 
um, which is a Monster Cat song. No Taker is from St. Louis. I communicated with him personally about a year ago today to ask if we could use his song on the podcast, and we are doing it now, so that's dope. Um, so yeah, nice. thank you to No Taker for Into the Light, which is a song from one of his EPs. I don't remember the name of that. I will find that out. So I have a next episode. That song is dope. We will be online playing something after this. Who knows what? I just accidentally somehow changed the screen. Who knows what it is? Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, be safe. Wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. And you know. And and sorry, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got to do better. But anyway, thank you, everybody. And we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Peace. Bye.